welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Once again with your boy Davy Lips and my man Gio. Hey man. Fuck you, internet. <laughs> fuck wrestling fans. <laughs> fuck Rusev fans. And just hold on, fuck AEW. <laughs> That's how I'm starting the show. <laughs> fuck off. Wow. Gio is hot. People got him all pumped up before we hit He was all chill this morning. And then all of a sudden. Like really calm. And then these idiots in the, one of the discords had to go off about how Rusev is getting, was mistreated in WWE and Lana's paying for it. And I was like, oh, fuck off. Thing is, the man rode right? in at WrestleMania on a giant tank after being on a one-year winning streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How? How is that not using the man? Yeah, exactly. That's what people seem and to then, forget. And then they go, we got himself over with Rusev Day and got punished. No! Aiden English got them over. <laughs> do you think Do you think she's being punished, though? Or do you think it's just... I mean, she signed, like, a five-year deal, didn't she? Like she's, she's she's getting punished. It's the same thing that happened back in the day to Triple H. Triple, yeah. you know, when they did the whole Kurt Cole thing with, with Hall and Nash and Shawn Michaels, and Vince was like, well, Shawn Michaels is my champ. I can't punish him. The other two left. Oh, but I do have Triple H. And then he lost his, he lost his King of the Ring spot, which gave birth to Austin. Mm-hmm. And he went on like a whole year where he lost to like, Ultimate Warrior, and... and he was in that slop match, wasn't it, with Henry Godwin? Got dumped in all yep. that slop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've just gone through like the '96. Yeah, yeah. And he's been like Mark Henry's debut. He was running in helping King and stuff, just doing yeah. nothing really. Because I've, I've just been watching like through 1996. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same exact thing. He left and he opened his mouth, and Vince said, "Well, I have his wife here." Yeah, and she signed Wait, a new by deal. By the way, I'm sorry. If you're going to say that, oh, she's going through a table and getting punished, she's going to be in a, a Survivor Series match. Mm. She just had a title match. She won a battle royal over all the other women. Mm-hmm. So how? Yeah, because it's almost like... Taking table spot? Yeah, they're obviously... It, to me, it's being booked like two Rusev at AEW. We've got your wife. She's going to keep getting opportunities, but she's also going to get hurt. <laughs> Here's the thing. Everybody's saying, oh, the Bobby Lashley story, the Bobby Lashley storyline. What do you think AEW is going to do right now? And I'm going to laugh when it happens. This lady is going to leave Kip Sabian at the altar for Rusev, making Rusev the Bobby Lashley. Yeah. yeah. And the thing no is, Rusev even... goes off without a hitch. <laughs> But Rusev even said he didn't mind the storyline. Didn't he actually say it his own yeah. words? Just wrestling yeah. fans didn't like it. But Rusev has actually said he liked it. You know? There. I already got my idiot of the week out of the fucking way. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking internet people. Yeah. They're just... Either, and I've said it. We've said it on this podcast. Like, they they are spoiling wrestling for me. They spoil wrestling. I try not to read as much. You know, you see guys like... Brian Alvarez and ugh, and all that, and you just think, come on, guys, like, what the hell is this? I mean, you're 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 gonna get a little bit of a rant going on here and there for me today because there there's things that have set me off this weekend. Well, as we go through things, you'll you'll realize them. 
<laughs> Wrestling community, Skyball Hot. I damn near, I damn near broke something while I was in the Discord with everybody else watching Money in the Bank. We're not Money in the watching the freaking uh the Miz match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I damn near broke shit. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to that because we'll start. Hell in a Cell was obviously <laughs> this week. Um, and yeah, Hell in a Cell is a weird one. Reminded me, what was the WrestleMania? Was it WrestleMania X, which is what, five? You know, when it had like two really good matches and then nothing else? Was it five? I can't remember which one. I'm sure it was WrestleMania X. Reminded me a bit of that because there was like two matches that stole the show and then not much else. Um, but anyways, we kicked off with an actual match for the 24-7 you try, God bless you. If you could watch WrestleMania 5 in one fucking sitting. Because it's not, <laughs> it's definitely not WrestleMania 5. WrestleMania 5 was so fucking stacked that that show, so even though it's like, I think, I think it's like three and a half hours, but it felt it like forever. Because every match was either a feud or a title match. It was Definitely that Yeah, I five. think it's 10, actually, because it was X. I'm sure it was X. Might have been WrestleMania 10, <laughs> that I'm thinking Yeah, of. 10 had a lot of fill. 10 had some filler in it. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm going to have to go and dig it out. Um, but yeah, so we started Hell in a Cell. Actual 24-7 title match on the kickoff show. Drew Gulak. <laughs> he attacked little Jimmy at the start. I just... I did laugh at that. I, I don't care. And then the five. I thought he said your hero, John Cena, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he did hit him with a five knuckle shuffle as well. Um, yeah, so, you know what? For so a kickoff show. For was... John Cena incoming. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> inoffensive. Had a few fun bits. Did make me smile. It was good for a kickoff match. Um, I'm not going to lie. I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, then we opened. We opened Honestly, big. If they, were to, if they were to ever get Cena back. Just even if it was like, oh, he's hosting WrestleMania or something, I'd love for him to win the 24-7 over of Archers, even if it's just for a little a couple of minutes or something. Just to be like, oh man, it's you, Archers. And be like, yeah, you're my hero, my idol, and he just beats them for it. <laughs> that would be cool. There you go, WWE, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, I love, I love it. Make it happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, make it happen. Uh, but then we kicked off, kicked off big. Uh, they started with the Roman Reigns Jey Uso match, which I thought was a brave call. Beautiful match. Yeah. And I've yeah. already called it. Come, come TLC, they're gonna have a Samoan strap match. Yeah. Yeah. That's ne- that's what's next. Do you think they'll make Samoan it Jimmy, or do you think it'll be? Out the strap. Do you think it'll be Jimmy this time, or carry on with Jay? I did. It's either it's either one of two things, because. Now he's he's the he's Roman Reigns' servant that was added in the beginning of the show. Mm. Mm. So I'm thinking either one or two things. It's either a Samoan strap match or it's gonna be a ladder match, but it's gonna be against the other Uso and it's gonna be for Jimmy's contract and Jimmy's gonna turn on. Oh, okay. Okay. I could dig that. What like let the Usos go their separate ways for a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, I can see that. I can this see that. is all building to Rock's comeback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I get to hear my theory later on when we get to the Miz match on that as well. We've, heck, we even got Austin Seeker coming out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good to see they're looking old, though, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> I, I said that in the Discord. I said, Jesus, 
they're old. Yeah. Just watching this match, I now have to say, right now, right this second, Roman Reigns is on a complete another level. Everybody, and the thing is, is he's playing it so well that people so are really like that. Oh my God, did he just really turn face already? It's just, yeah, he's just so good right now. I don't know what happened on his time off, what conversation <laughs> he's had. He if it's the Heyman effect. He probably read all that internet hate. He was like, fuck you, fans. Yeah, because like, yeah. Like, the storytelling from Reigns. Like, I had a conversation with someone. They were like, ah, there's too much talking in the match. and But it needed that. And Reigns done it so well. Because like, at the end, I actually... I know they're obviously going all in on this heel turn. But I actually seemed that he was genuinely sorry. I actually thought, oh, what? Is he, is he really sorry? That's is this going to be like everybody a unity? The, yeah. Everybody in the Discord, except for me, because I was laughing. Everybody in the Discord was like... Oh, are they really ruining him already? They're going to turn him face already? And I was like, just wait for it. Just beautiful storytelling, that match. And it was brutal. It wasn't like it was just them talking and stuff. I mean, it was a brutal match for Hell in a Cell too. I mean, they took lumps out of each other. Perfect storytelling. And as I say, like, nobody mm. in wrestling... All right, this is quite a brave call. It's probably going to upset people. But I think nobody in res wrestling, regardless of company, can touch Roman Reigns right now. You're where, absolutely where correct. He is. I think in all You're of wrestling, when you look across the board for where they are, character and, and everything right now, Roman Reigns is untouchable. Uh, completely honestly, I agree with that. I'd give Finn Balor a solid number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Finn, Finn's gone to NXT doing his thing, 100%. But yeah, regardless of company, and there's some good guys out there, Roman Reigns is just, he's on this. Like, this is the Reigns I think we've all been crying for. You know, um, and he's doing it perfectly. Absolute hats off to Roman Reigns for coming back and just reinvented himself so well. You know, um, but great match. And I have to give props to Jey Uso. Drew a lot of sympathy out of me. Um, I actually, yeah, I felt sorry for him. I was, I was with him. As much as we all know that he isn't going to win the title, you're still in the story. You know, and I love that. Is that you know that Roman's going to be champ. But the storytelling of this has been done perfect. Um, absolutely perfect. And then uh, and then it just kind of hit a massive come down for me. The Elias-Jeff Hardy match. Um, I don't know. I haven't really cared for this feud much. I'm glad they, they gave him back his heel entrance. And not that bullshit music they gave him at WrestleMania. Yeah. And Elias easily can put on a better concert than Chris Jericho ever could. <laughs> oh hell yeah! And his album was we'll actually really we'll, good. Them four we'll songs get, we'll actually get really to good. A little bit of that talk later too, because <laughs> yeah, because that gonna... happened. That happened. Oh. Um, it, it, yeah, this match just felt like something you'd see on Raw or SmackDown, including the finish. Uh, they obviously didn't want either to lose, so disqualification. Just bland. It was bland. Right. Uh, money in the bank contract match. Otis versus Miz. Fuck you, off. <laughs> Why? Right. Hear me out first. Otis winning money in the bank was for comedy relief and a feel-good moment during a really difficult time in the world. Do you honestly believe he could have kept money in the bank contract? He should have kept it. 
Nah. Why Miz? Miz, I'm sorry. Miz is a tag team guy right now, first of all. Second of all, Miz has it. He's just... If, if this was 2011, yeah. But I don't like Miz. I just uh, don't... He does nothing for me. I, I'm the complete opposite. Because I feel like... Yes, they did the, com the comic effect. They've given purpose to Tucker... Who knows that we could lead to Miz and Morrison doing some stuff. And hear me out. Rock and Roman fight for the belt at WrestleMania. Rock can win. Miz will come in. And it's a lot more believable of Miz doing that. Miz, he cashed on the Rock for payback for the Rock from years ago. Yes. Spoiling his WrestleMania moment. 100%. Yeah. It's good. It ties in so many people. And Miz is a safe pair of hands. Um, I mean, they're also and Tucker. They had to do something with, you know. They're also saying that he might just repeat history and do it again on Monday Night Raw, the same exact thing, ten years later. Yeah, no, I think, I think you know, Miz has earned it. Like Miz is a good company man. Will always be, you know. I, I don't. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, and it gave good purpose to Tucker, who. We found I, out today he's actually back almost, on SmackDown. Is that right? They've yeah, they him. Apparently, they sent him back to SmackDown. Okay. Which, again, that, that means they're, they're probably going to take something and say that they trade it off or they'll do something weird. Yeah, like future draft considerations or whatever it's called that they use. Um, but I think it's good because, like, also, let's not, let's not, Tucker is a really good wrestler. And now he's got a bit of purpose with a character that he can but try and develop, here is, you know? Here's my thing. Realistically, if Otis wanted, and I even said this in the Discord, and everybody laughed, I said, if Otis wanted to fuck the Miz over really badly, he could have cashed in after the title match. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, what are we fighting for now, bitch? <laughs> um... No, You're I, telling I don't me realistically that wouldn't have made sense. That would have been funny if they were gonna keep it on Otis. I just, just I was boom, what are you what are you gonna fight for now? Either he wins or he loses. Either way, he fucks the Miz over. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm happy because I, I am a Miz. I am a, a Miz Mark. I love Miz. This is um, all Teddy Wong's um, fault. <laughs> yeah. Holla holla holla. Coming out looking like an old dude trying to... What? Come on now. Well, Miz is your new money in the bank contract holder. No! I no. love it. He only won the briefcase. He didn't win the lunchbox. <laughs> Fine. I then... will not acknowledge it. <laughs> You'll see when he cashes in on a rock. Gets his revenge for spoiling his WrestleMania moment after 10 years. You'll see. It's an old, it's an old contract. Can't happen. <laughs> oh, dear. You're going to have to accept it, my friend. Um, right. Now, the one that shocked me. How the hell this next match wasn't the main event? I have no idea. No idea. But Hell in a Cell, Bailey versus Sasha. <sighs> Amazing. I thought it was great. All right. Now, let them go separate ways. Yeah. Put an end to it. Or do you think they'll Defend carry on that. to WrestleMania? There's nothing you can do to top that match. I know. And in a cell as well, which like has always been used as the match, you know? Um, 
I hope they do. I hope they do. I don't see how they can, but it's been built so long. But oh, it was just amazing. And the finish was amazing and brutal. You know, bank statement with the chair around her head and stomped on it. It was everything. Everything it needed to be. Violent match. Good callback to their history. Yeah, I as close to five star as you can get, you know, for me. Um, I just don't understand how it wasn't the main event. After the story that they've told with it, how they didn't main event this show, I have no idea. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Kendo sticks, tables, everything. Um, yeah, perfectly brutal. Um, and then um, the United States Championship was defended. Bobby Lashley versus Slapjack. Um, on the kickoff show, Mustafa Ali had challenged anyone from the Hurt Business to take on someone from Retribution. Okay. Lashley picked Slapjack. I can, I can defend it because you're putting the weakest member of Retribution versus the powerhouse of the Hurt Business. So mm. I can't really say like, oh man, why didn't Retribution win this match? That makes sense. Yeah, because he's literally the member that people care about the most, you know? He's going to um, be the guy to take the losses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I just... Like Re Cedric Retribution Alexander can't take many more losses, though, man. Cedric Alexander is the guy to take the losses for the Hurt Business, and you're going to get Slapjack and T-Bar as the guys taking losses for Retribution. Yeah. Do you think they can still save Retribution, even though the Hurt Business seem to be... They could. Beating them up. I mean, they did a, a step forward last night. Yeah, was a bit of a step forward. Yeah. Um, well, we'll we'll get to some yeah, of that we'll from the Royal Review yeah, we'll to too, that. because um, yeah, because we've only got one more match. Um, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton was the the main match. Half I hour. told you this was going to happen. You did. Um, and judging by Raw, I'm going in the right way. Yeah, I would say that you are. Um, I hope they try and build it, that they don't do it too quick and save it for WrestleMania. I feel like it has to be WrestleMania. Um, but I think Orton's earned another title run. I think his heel work during these COVID times has been amazing. I think this version Fair of enough. Orton's been great. Um, Fair enough. I am curious to see what they're going to do for Survivor Series. I can't see Roman Reigns being in the match, but I can see Randy Orton versus Finn Balor. Nope, they've already said that it's SmackDown versus Raw. NXT's oh, not so. involved. NXT will not be involved in it due to the COVID and stuff. They're so it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. They, they, you can look. They've already announced like a wow. batch of the card last night. So it's no NXT because they're it's in the performance champion center versus, and stuff. They're doing champion versus champions. It's Roman and Randy. Randy. They got Bobby Lashley and. Sorry, oh sorry. God, I I can't even say it because it should shivers down my spine thinking of that horrible storyline. It's Wesley and Sammy Zayn. Ah, <laughs> ah. It just brings my memories of Wesley sisters. Oh yeah. No. And, uh, oh, I blanked uh, that one out. Why did you make me do it? Uh, <laughs> so, street profits and New Day. New Day while they're still dressed up as street profits is funny as hell. Go ahead, just put that out there. It's funny as hell. Yeah, that's gonna. They're gonna do that. Wow, okay. um, and then Oscar, Sasha. Man, I wanted Oscar, to see Sasha. Io Shirai, Sasha, Oscar. God damn it. Yeah, unfortunately, because of everything that's been going on, especially with the COVID and NXT yeah. been like 
very high risk lately. Yeah. They're being smart about it. As yeah, far as yeah. I know of, I mean, maybe things will change, but I know right now they said it's it's Team Raw versus Team SmackDowns, and they renounced cap. Well, some of the captains for Raw and some of the members for Team Raw. Yeah, they had the matches on that, to go over the Raw thingy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So what did you rate Helena Selda before we get to Raw? I give that at least a seven. Yeah, I think so. As I say, I, I think... Nothing that I was like, ugh. I think the, the Roman Reigns-Uso match and Bailey sasha made it a seven for me. Otherwise, it probably would have been quite average. You know? The stuff around it, those two really... Yeah, those two matches really pushed it. Um, but yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so we moved straight into Raw the very next night. And, uh, you know, I quite liked Raw. I, I didn't I didn't hate Raw. I can feel some bits I, of what they're trying to do. It's um, a, it's it's a difference than what you said last week. Yeah. Last week you like were it's... like, This is horrible. Yeah. I hated Raw last week. I mean it wasn't great. It still needs a lot of work. Um the opening with Drew was uh, um was pretty standard, I suppose, for for losing. Um, and then he got interrupted by the Miz. Um, yeah, and there was a bit of other pieces, and he reminded him what he did, like dodging an RKO, hit the skull crushing finale, blah blah blah. Angry Miz girl, who I've seen loads <laughs> of uh, pictures again. Because it's <laughs> it's it's not a coincidence. They definitely did this on purpose. There literally is going to be a Monday Night Raw ten years to the date that he did it on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, with Randy I, Orton. Yeah. Just, All you I, missed I mean, way for it. Maybe Orton beats in this time and that's what they do. I just, I don't know. There's so much they could do now Miz has got the contract, which is why I don't hate it. There's a lot more they can do story-wise. Yeah, with the I wouldn't Miz mind him having a mania moment. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I, I think that'd be a way to, to do that. But, um, right. So then we get to the bit, which is a time of the I year mean, where... Technically, does he get a shot at either brand now? Because yeah, he's raw, but he beat the guy for the SmackDown contract. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, does this mean he can go for either champion? Because from what I'm reading, they're pushing Edge and Orton as the championship match for Mania, and I don't see him. I could maybe see a cash in on either one, but at the same time, I don't. I mean, maybe it's a way to get it right right back off of Edge and just give Edge a feel-good moment. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because Edge is still to come back while Orton's there. Well, because that's what they're saying is supposedly this is leading to Edge and Miz again. Or not Edge and Miz, to Edge and Orton. Yeah, because that's what I heard. That's what they wanted to do WrestleMania, isn't it? So... Yeah. Um, maybe he maybe he cashes in after an Edge win and it gives Edge his final send-off. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. It's, exactly. There's so much that they can do. Like, so much. And that's why well, that's, I don't that's the thing. A lot maybe, more stuff they could do than notice. This is the lead-up to Mania. It starts now and it goes all the way. And you're going to, you're going to, there's going to be a lot. You're going to be like, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, Miz having it. But anyway, that was a big opening thing. I don't know. Miz and Morrison, I'm hoping that some of this money in the bank causes them maybe to split because 
I don't know. I'm not finding them funny anymore. I don't know. And I'd like Morrison? to see. Yeah. I'd like I to see them see, split I now. Yeah. I think it's time to separate them two now and let Morrison go and do some stuff. I think now he's been around a bit now and I want to see Morrison. There's some dream matches that I want to see Morrison do, you know? Um, and he can't do it in this, but we'll see. Um, and then it's the bit every time of year where people pretend that we've got brand loyalty, even though you just rock up on a different show anyway. Um, <laughs> AJ came out saying, yeah, about, okay, I'm sorry, mister. Here we oh, go. Clean and Monday Night Raw last week, you were SmackDown, buddy. <laughs> you can't, you, you can't immediately be like, oh, I love Monday Night Raw. Two weeks ago, you were on the other brand. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, uh, you it's were a the funny time of year. Runs the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he came out talking about being team captain of Raw. In order to do that, he's got to be some guy he's been facing on SmackDown over the summer. Yeah, it's just like you said, you know, to be team captain of Raw, you've got to beat Jeff Hardy, who we saw fighting on SmackDown all summer. So it was just, you know, weird. <laughs> just weird. Um, but yeah, the, the bodyguard didn't do nothing in the match. Um, the guy is huge, though. He is huge. And dressed like that makes it, I don't know, makes him a bit more intimidating. That guy's um, like a giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Um, yeah, he is. But AJ picked up the win. Does that make AJ the captain? Or was AJ just saying he was going to be captain? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm um, calling Seth Rollins as captain of SmackDown, though. Yeah, I was calling Drew McIntyre as captain of Raw, to be fair. I, I mean, think. I'm call I'm calling that because he's going to be like, oh, I'm your Messiah and I'm going to save SmackDown. And, and that could be a way to start getting him out of they're very mysterio crap because i even read a report that apparently seth rollins is kind of done with that story now um well they smackdown they kind of moved it on to him and brian yeah they've given rollins a way out they can do dominic and buddy or something mysterio and buddy but i'm okay with him and brian being a match i've never seen that i'd like to see it yeah yeah i yeah, don't yeah. think i've ever really got to see it one-on-one -on -one. maybe back when shield first started as a thing but yeah I, and they were doing that punk and brian but that was a tag team that's that what i'm saying because i feel like i feel like he feuded with the whites and punk feuded with the shield yeah. i don't remember the other way around I, I it was a very weird time it was a bit at the time i remember they both had handicap matches yeah i can't remember a one-on-one -on -one that stood out i mean there, there might have been on a smackdown or something but hmm because I don't think they've ever fully been on the same brand together. No. And the thing is, like, once, now is the time to do it. Because if Brian's on this last one. Once run, Rollins went to be a single star, it's kind of when Brian was on his way with his injury. He was on the shelf. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to have to Google. I'll find out if they've had a match. But again, I think I would love to see it. I mean, Maybe on a opponents. random main event or something, you may have seen it back then. Yeah, but, but that would have been... Back in the day, anyway, when Rollins was still doing like his shield thing. I'm not just looking this up now. Yeah, I just, yeah, this this version of Rollins, Daniel Bryan, because like the match you get, as I say, out of Bryan, if he's do, if this is his last run, like you said, he's gonna be up for any match, you know. Um, and like some random 2013 Raw they fought on. That's about it. 
See, so and that was that was Rollins seven years ago. Rollins has grown a lot as a wrestler in that seven years. But um, at the same time, they're also pushing this. Kevin Owens wants to be his tag partner, and Daniel Bryan was like, "No offense, you kind of fuck over your partners." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, then there was some weird. Weird tag match, um, Drew and Akira Tozawa versus uh, Lucha House Party. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Lindsay Dorado pinned Drew, and there was some back and forth, two counts with the 24-7. I, I don't know. So, so is that going to be the Lucha House Party's new division is running around in this 24 24-7? Maybe after all the good words that Daniel Bryan said about Grand Metalik, and then he's he's in a tag match about the twenty four seven. I I don't know, don't know. Maybe it was. It's funny. I was reading a review Except of Raw. Did still by himself on SmackDown? Yeah, I was reading a review of Raw, and someone reviewed this match, and all it said instead of a rating, it just put "fuck you." <laughs> 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 That was the review of that tag match and pretty much summed it up, to be fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> then there was just an amazing Firefly Funhouse. Man, I'm almost digging Alexa Bliss more than The Fiend right now. Like, uh, um, yeah, she'd done some crazy eyes. Oh, I said he's like, doing like the whole hand over her face thing and everything too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, she just seems to be absolutely loving it. And she's just, she's just on it. And they killed Ramsey. You know what? Of all people they could have picked for this thing, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody was always like, it should be a Nikki Cross, or it should be a so-and-so, it should be Sarah Logan. Do you know who, do you know who I wanted? Do you know who I wanted? Victoria. Victoria. Do you remember Victoria? I wanted her to come back. I mean... 2002, that, that would have worked. I just, yeah. I always wanted Victoria back. I was a big Victoria music. Fan. She was all nuts. It would have worked. But, like, this, this honestly works. Yeah, 100%. I'm all into it. It's the best thing on Raw right now, those two. Um, they've seemed to got really good chemistry. She seems to be really into it. He knows his character inside out backwards. Um, I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, yeah. And then there was a bit backstage stuff. There was Keith Lee and Adam Pearce with Nia Jax. <sighs> Adam Pearce, <laughs> just the man saying that Nia wasn't team captain. Um, and Pearce says that he'll take him into consideration. So Pearce is the man. Like he's choosing captains. <laughs> he's doing shit. Pearce is the man, bro. Like let's just call it now. Uh, everyone wanted Triple H to take Vince's place. Ah, uh-uh, it's Pearce. <laughs> are, we in, are we gonna talk about the budding relationship of Angel Garza and Nia Jax? Yeah, Nia Jax and uh, he, Shayna. Versus. He gave her a rose. <laughs> oh no! Um, and then Elias versus Keith Lee to be on Team Raw. Um, I don't think really any surprise here. Um, Keith Lee won. It was sort of run of the mill. Um, which I don't think is great for Keith Lee. Recently come to war, he's a bit of a star. I don't think a run of a mill you want to say for for Lee. Um, but he won and Jeff Hardy attacked 
um, uh, smacked him across the back again with a guitar. Being a watermatch with a guitar over it. Yeah, or like, yeah, like a, like a guitar on a pole match kind of thing. That's what it's gonna be like they did with with Triple H and Nash where they had the sledgehammer. Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be gonna that. be a guitar. They're gonna use a ladder, climb the ladder, get the guitar, hit the other guy in the head with it, and then um, backstage segment of someone having a shit in the hurt business's bathroom. Not really too sure what that was all about. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't really know. But yeah, then there was some other bits. And I, I must admit, at this point, I passed out because I was like, it's just nonstop. Orton was with Charlie. Is he concerned about the feed? Well, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... I'm you know. late over there for you too, so... Yeah. Um, and then, what we were saying, bit of, a bit of a comeback for Retribution. Uh, there was a tag team elimination match. Okay. What the hell is wrong with me and you? I, so I don't, know. I don't know so she was like faking that she had some kind of bugs on her and she, yeah she rolled in the ring collapsed and like he rolled up mvp and she was just like screaming that she had bugs on her and shaking in the ring and scratching at her body and then she was sent to the back so i don't know i don't know what that was but whatever um so mvp had gone and then i think slapjack went out next and then bobby lashley and t-bar beat the hell out of each other out into the, the crowd whatever they're called the screens um and then mace went out and then ali hit cedric with a chair um yeah I, I i don't know it was um i don't know yeah it was better for retribution it's still a loss it will go down i don't oh yeah but it's a dq loss and it makes yeah. him look a yeah, bit yeah. more better because they used a weapon yeah 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 um so yeah it was it was fun um then angel gaza was uh hitting on mandy rose obviously as, as we said <laughs> and i took it and i don't know what it was going on but yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, no, Shane, it was what it was funny is Shane questioning Nia's choice of men at the end. I thought that was, that was <laughs> all right. it was all right, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's good to see Angel Garza at least doing something. But, um, is this the end of Memorial Love Angle all over again? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Remember, Nia was just like, I like you, man. <laughs> God. Poor Nia's actually done some crap stories, isn't she? Holy. And then he got fired, but it was leading into like this whole I love little people. <laughs> Maybe Angel Gars is gonna do that. Maybe they're gonna revisit it. Maybe. Um But yeah, Dana gave him some shit as well, saying like they haven't been beaten on Raw, so watch your back. Okay. I'm sure they're really scared of Dana and Mandy, but we'll see. Um and then we had the Um Miz and Drew. Um, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be, um, the, like the loser sequence of the Miz before he wins. You know what I mean? Cause Drew made him look like a mid carder. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they're just going to make it look like that. So, don't know. 
We'll see. It was it was fun. I mean, the action was fun. Miz is always a good worker, and, and Drew knows what he's doing. Um, and then it was the the new day pretended to be the street profits. Oh, when Kofi kept saying fam. <laughs> um, I thought it was great. Um, it was it, it was good. Uh, Woods brought up Survivor Series, and Kofi said they'll take on the champs. Um, and Woods says you can't go full Dawkins by kept falling asleep and stuff, and it. It was pretty good, pretending to be the Street Profits. I'm not funny. And then Oscar was in there. And obviously, she's going to take on Sasha Banks, which is sweet. Um, and then I must have missed because that's when they're saying they announced Randy Orton versus Reigns. Wow. Interesting. Two top heels. Um, yeah, so they announced all of that in that little segment. Wow, I didn't see any of that. Um, and then they announced uh, the five women that are going to make up team raw they announced all five so the f the um, the four members that they decided first was nia jack Shayna baszler mandy rose dana brooke and then they did a four-way match to decide the the last which was won of course by lana um so she's in the survivor series team as we said at the beginning and then she got put through a table ah <laughs> uh, standard standard um amazing and then the final uh the next spot for the third member of team raw was matt riddle versus sheamus match i was really looking forward to um and it didn't disappoint i rewatched it this morning i thought this was great i thought it was absolutely great um and i want to see them go at it again i i thought it was the best match of the night like 100 percent um and sheamus winning which is good. I think they're definitely going to have to go at it again. Um, definitely a, a great, great match um, of those two. And then the bit that everyone was waiting for. The moment of bliss was upon us. Moment of bliss. Um, with Randy Orton. I told you. Yeah. So uh, he said he was good. She offered him a seat and like wanted to talk about a win and blah, blah, blah. Um, pretty much, especially when Orton and Drew burned the house down. I think that was her comment, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and there it is, says Orton. And he's like, listen, he knows Bray better than anyone. He knows that he's closed. So he asked one time, where's the feed? Bliss laughed. And Drew now, came out did instead. You, yeah. Did you notice what he was wearing? No. He was wearing the old hoodie. Uh... Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I didn't. He was that. wearing the hoodie he wore during that Wyatt feud. Oh, okay. Okay. Drew come out instead. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Drew come down instead. There was a bit of attacking, and Bliss was like on the top rope, just laughing and pointing, and God knows what else. And there was a chair, I think, in there at some point, and I think someone apologized. Didn't Drew apologize to Bliss or something? And then hit Randy Orton, and then the screens went. Fiend shriek. And Orton was at the top of the ramp and Fiend was behind him. Drew was in the ring, so Orton had to kind of make a decision. And Orton definitely went back for Drew. Definitely avoiding the, the Fiend. Now, do they... When do they hit the, the trigger on this Orton Fiend? Do they push it through? Do they keep Drew in the picture to keep them apart until WrestleMania? Or do you think they set, do it for the Rumble and use Orton Edge? which means that Fiend would have to lose to Orton. Like, where do you think this is? And where does, like, Edge coming back fit into it, do you think? 
Edge is I have a feeling that Edge will be Edge is going to be back at the Royal Rumble. Okay. So do they do they save the Fiend for that or for like WrestleMania or? Well, the Orton heard... Fiend one with everything that the Fiend's done is huge. Like it's the last one, really. I mean, uh... it's tough because if I feel I like theory, you know... I guess maybe Drew gets a rematch. Exactly. So if Survivor see... Series is done, and then then Drew got the rematch December. at TLC. And then and it's Royal Rumble anyway. That Rumble. And then they can just get through to WrestleMania, can't they? And then Edge returns. Maybe he screws. Maybe he screws Orton out of it, and the Fiend wins. Maybe it's it's weird. Right? Unless it's a DQ win or something for the Fiend. I just it's gonna be it's gonna be weird because Drew's obviously still in the conversation. Fiend is obviously, especially now Orton's champ, hundred percent in the conversation. But you do have Edge's return, you know? And then you could do maybe Fiend and McIntyre. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they, they can distract each other wanting Orton and they fight instead for a bit. Um, no, what I'm saying is maybe they can have the title match at Mania. What, just do Edge-Orton standard? Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I could see Edge coming back and screwing him out of the title. Right. Because he's so, going to be like, you took away my... You took away my career for a bit. You took away my my best friend. You you RKO'd my wife. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take your title. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Could be. Heck, I can maybe, see that. Maybe he beats the fiend and then Edge comes, spears him, and Miz cashes in. Yeah, exactly. Because Miz is in that now. See, like I know a lot of people, you know. They do hate on WWE. And for the majority, like 70% of the time, people are right. But they do actually do a lot. Of, they have got a lot, at the moment, kind of set up, you know? Like, SmackDown's been really, really good. I would say right now, SmackDown is probably my favorite show with NXT coming in second. Um, I would yeah. probably say... SmackDown to me is down a peg right now. They need... A story just wrote me in, and this Seth, this Seth Rollins story with Daniel Bryan might do it, but right now it's going to continue to be Seth Rollins, Randy Orton as their main story. It's not groping me. Yeah. Half the time I forget who the SmackDown, I forget that Roman Reigns is the SmackDown champion because his storyline is eclipsed by this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. They need more main talent, or they need to make somebody. Yeah, and if you look at their roster, they've got the roster. Just mid-card guys. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the times I'm going to be able to see Wharton and Uso, or Uso and Roman. But yeah, so what they need to do is they need to create new stars, and they've got the roster to do that, I think. They have got the roster to do that. It's just giving someone that chance at it but as we said at the beginning roman's almost so untouchable right now you know it's gonna be interesting i'm, I'm curious please to see what they're gonna bring do back. please i'm begging you wwe i am literally on my hands and knees don't bring back goldberg 
Don't he ha- do it. Has to come back because it's also found no, out that they re- renegotiated, didn't they? Because the end of the week, the I, week I... he comes, the <laughs> week he comes back is the week I make you at the end of the week. See, I thought he was going to be back at Survivor Series, but now if it's Roman Randy, at least he's not. He's going to be back. I just no. I just don't see if if they have got him by contract that he's got to do two matches. I don't mind the stuff like he did with Dolph Ziggler. Like, if he has to come back, do that. I think that's enough, you know? Come back for a pop at a SummerSlam, squash somebody, you know, like a Ziggler. I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But, yeah, I, I don't want Goldberg back. Didn't he but... beat Dolph, like, four times that night? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Dolph kept going, no, no, Rick, you, and then he just gets speared and pinned again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 not yet. And then he gets pinned again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, okay. Talking point of the week. And it's non-WWE. The musical number of Jericho and MJF. Okay. Now, I know it's divided some opinion. It was a, it was a good segment. It, it was, was really good. good. I mean... I loved it. I, I, loved the, I loved the bantering back and forth over who's gonna, whose steak is more rare. Yeah. To where Jericho pulled out like super blue rare steak. <laughs> yeah. I love that they're arguing that it's either Wilma or Zelma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it was I loved every minute because um I loved it. Yeah, because it's just as ridiculous. I refuse as to say it is the greatest segment going or the greatest thing i've ever seen i refuse no it's, you it, i will not fall into that stupidity no it's a comedy skit and a good one you know but it's not the greatest wrestling thing ever because it's a comedy skit it's ridiculous it's just as ridiculous as those two are and that's why you loved it because you kind of expect it from those two you know <laughs> This is going to be, and again, people bitch and complain that WWE reuses storylines, AEW is original. Do you know what this is going to be? This is going to be the best friends all over again. (laughs) Yeah. This is going to lead to Jericho's face turn. He's going to get kicked out of his own inner circle by MJF. He's going to take over it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're going to be buddies for a while, maybe have a tag run. They're going to be like best friends. And then leading in all out, he's going to be like, what's happening? And they're all going to beat him up and throw him out. And it'll be his face turn, but maybe some time it's off or something. It's literally Jericho Owen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, suck it, AEW fans who are going to say, they're so original and they don't do things. And WWE storylines suck because they're going to copy a WWE storyline, you fools. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the thing. thing. I don't hate AEW. No, because like I they hate... did this tournament last week really, really well. I thought I the, hate... the squash match of Sunny Kiss 2, I, I wasn't expecting it. I loved it. Especially after I the big AEW entrance. You know? fans. Yeah, That's because they're not being balanced. You know? They're being blinded. And that's the problem I have with that is that you're not then giving AEW the truth. 
on what to get better in and what to change and what to develop. You know, they need truth, you know, and that's the problem is at the minute, literally, you know, like uh, for me, I think an Eddie kicks uh, Eddie versus John Moxley match. I quit match is pathetic. Like I just, it's just giving Moxley more title reign and just filling a gap because they haven't got anyone, you know, because it was their made and I quit match. I just, no, no. See, that's silly. But they did the tournament really well. I thought the Sunny Kiss thing, like the squash match, I didn't expect it. I normally hate squash matches, but I thought with like the massive over-the-top entrance just made it good. Um, yeah, because I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, and I thought the, the Penta versus Ray Phoenix match, amazing. Um, it was a really good show. Even Colt Cabana was good with Hangman Page. A little bit slow, but I thought it was all good. And that's the thing. I don't want anyone to think that I don't like AEW because I do. I would put no, AEW not... in the second, third thing that I watch. Like, I enjoy watching it. It's just, you've got to be realistic and call them out when it's we, BS. We talked about this earlier in the week in, our, in the Discord chat on how there's a comparison between how the guys from Impact got pulled over and the guys from AEW got pulled over. Look at how Impact handled the guys that came in. Not one of those guys mentioned their past or how, oh, we're getting screwed over, our brass rings, none of that. They said, right, we're here. This is we're, this is a different place. We want to kick ass. Yeah, yeah. But then you look at every guy that's debuted from WWE to AEW, and it's the same spiel. Oh, I was misused in my other place. Brass rings. Yeah. Main events. Yeah, it's that. And that, it brings again, it. sorry, it brings it back to the to this Rusev argument. The man had a year long streak. He debuted at a Royal Rumble. He was successful all the way up until WrestleMania the following year. He had a United States Championship reign. He passed out John Cena. He made John Cena pass out. Yeah. He, he he beat literally every guy that they've thrown in front of him for a full year. They kept him as a strong heel monster. He rode out on a fucking tank. Mm. So how can you tell me that the man was misused? Yeah. Because like Because he didn't have a WWE title reign? I'm sorry. But WWE title reign or universal title reign does not make you used. It doesn't mean you're the best guy going on WWE or that you're being used properly. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, look back. Guys like people that never had titles, like Piper, really never had a title. Ted DiBiase. You know, Ted DiBiase, Mr. Perfect. You know, you can go through history of Hall of Fame main event guys that will everybody knows that never had a title run, you know? Like top, top guys doesn't mean, I just, I don't know. And like Rusev on, on AEW, if that's how AEW are booking him, that's apparently such a misused, amazing piece of talent. And this is and what I they've said, got for him at the beginning. They don't rate him very high either. And I've made this comparison before. Everybody said he got shitty storylines in WWE. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's teaming with a, a jobber. Yep. 
and Kip Sabian, whatever and anyone tells me is a jobber. over a fucking Xbox. Mm-hmm. If this was a WWE storyline, let's say Randy Orton came out, punk kicked Drew, and said, I don't want your title. You broke my PlayStation 4. Do you know what everybody would be saying? Yeah. And that's the bit that annoys me. That's the bit. If WWE had done this story with if Rusev... Roman, if Roman said, yeah, Jay Uso, you're my cousin, but you broke my, my Nintendo Switch, so I'm going to have to kick your ass. You know what people would be saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it, that's where it comes to the hypocrisy. Yeah. And that's but, where w, that's where AEW will struggle to grow because of that. You know, because people aren't saying, yo, that, that's trash. They won't move on from it because they think, well, everyone loves us still. You know, how could you love that story? That's not what Rusev left WWE or what we all wanted Rusev to leave WWE and do. We was, when they were all released, we were saying about where Rusev go now. Like, go to Japan, do some stuff. Go be the monster that we know he can be. And he's teaming with Kip Sabian. Chris Sabian. Kip Sabian's. An actual jobber. Literally the indies version of the Brooklyn Brawler. Like, what the <laughs> hell? You know? I I don't know. I don't know. Um, but they, people have to be honest. And if something is trash, because they do so much good. Like, I thought the tournament that they started on Wednesday was good. I'm not but knocking big, it, you know? Big, big Swole is trash. Yet they, they, everybody continues to praise her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's trash. Yeah, she is trash. She's I'm trash. sorry, but if you're going to turn around and say something like, well, the Wyatt Funhouse with John Cena was not a match, and that was horrible, but then turn around and go, did you see that tooth and neck match? You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And, but the thing is also, it looks like in their women division that they're pushing Britt Baker as like the next big thing. Like, that's how it's being booked. <laughs> Is that Britt Baker is going to be that division? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? You know, yeah. Why? Why? No. But that's literally, if you look at their title, like, look at Big Swole. My God. Like, Big Swole was terrible. Like, terrible. I didn't, I didn't realize she was so bad until I saw her against Sheena. And I'm like, poor Sheena, what, what is happening right now? How can you put her in a match like this? There's nobody else. Has to be Britt Baker. That's why there's nobody else. Like, she's squashed. Who did she fight? That King girl. What's her name? Kyrie King. Um, who looked quite good, to be fair. I mean, it's just, it's frustrating. You have, to, you have to help them grow by telling them the truth. And if something is trash, they need to know it's trash. Otherwise, they're not going to stop doing it. And that's mistakes that fans who have been so desperate for an alternative. And I get it. We're all desperate for an alternative. We want some Monday Night Wars. We want the battle. I want to see AEW do well. I want them to make WWE raise their game. But if we keep lying to AEW about what's good and bad, they won't get better and they'll just go like everybody else. You know? Like all the other companies that have tried it before because no one tells them the truth. You know? So, AEW fans, keep your passion. It's great. But stop lying. (laughs) Please. There. Rant over. Cut of bits of news. That I read today. Well, yesterday. Uh, Marty okay, Sc- then we'll get we'll to get to bit. we'll get we'll get to my Naomi. Yeah, Marty Skrull been removed from the Ring of Honor roster page. 
Um, he, they don't have a role for him anymore in Ring of Honor. He's no longer involved with creative and there are no plans to use him. However, it was stressed by them that they haven't, he hasn't been fired. Are they, they're just, I'm guessing, doing the speaking out thing? Are they, or do you think Marty Skrull is... He's going to write it out until his contract is over now. And he's going to go to AEW. You think there's a way back for him? Because, like, I know he said that the incident was consensual and legal and... I mean, she was 16. It's a very muttered situation. Because what he did is technically not wrong. It's wrong in America. And it's wrong in the U.S. Yeah. But over there, there's a different age of consent. Yeah, 16 is here. 16 is legal. Yeah. So, like, to him... What he did wasn't that wrong. To us, it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. To you guys, it's a big deal. To us, okay, it's frowned upon, but yeah. it's not. It's not illegal. You know, it's exactly. like, dude, that's a bit weird. She's sixteen, but it isn't illegal because at sixteen, if you're okay with it, then it's fine. At sixteen, what's weird here, right? So at sixteen, you can you can get a house and marry your girlfriend, but you can't drink at your wedding. <laughs> so okay but yeah it's not illegal um do so you think he's just gonna ride it out and hope it dies down or defend himself he, I mean, he's gonna ride it out and then he's gonna go to aew because the whole reason why he stayed at ring of honor was because they gave him a position where he can book he can book the show yeah he was creative now that they took that away from him he's gonna ride it out and go join his friends in aew because I, I like Mighty Scroll as a wrestler. I've always been a fan. I love him. Yeah, yeah. I've always been a fan. I just want to put... That would be good for AEW. Um, other bit of news. Uh, Kylie Ray. Uh, just no-showed. And there's not really... It's... Anything, very, is it? Very, there is, and it's very, very, very worrisome and very scary because nobody's heard from her. What, still? And still, she, they're saying that they're fearing that it might have been an, either an attempt or that she did. They're sure. People have tried to contact her. Nobody's really got to hear from her. She, I know she left AEW because she had a lot of issues going on mm-hmm. mentally. And it's a very, very, very scary situation. I think they said she's alive and healthy. But... Yeah. Because first of I all, they, they said, said she was injured. It might have been an attempt or... Okay, I don't just know. a bad headspace. Because she just disappeared. And the reason, apparently, that they didn't make up anything on the night of Bound for Glory or make up a storyline <laughs> because they were worried that if something had happened to her, it would look bad. So there must have been concern, well, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, But we wish Kylie Ray well because she just no-showed. Yeah. Um, And they didn't want to make anything up, they said. Um, because it would look bad in case something could happen. I mean, I'm all, I I can't say I'm up to like it's it's very scary and everything, but at the same time, I'm so young being a champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all for that. And I had a I had a bit of a discussion. Impact is one of the best. So I had a bit of an argument. Said said that the NXT Women's Division is the best, and then TNA right up there. Would you agree with that? I can agree with that. Yeah. I, I TNA are very close. Very, very close. Um, I think the women's division carries that company at the minute. 
my opinion. Um, but yeah, we wish her well. Uh, whatever turns out, it'd be nice to hear some news because there hasn't really been anything. Uh, Dave Meltzer just said uh, she didn't give an explanation for her absence or said that she wouldn't be there. She just disappeared. She didn't. Yeah, she was in Nashville like on said, Friday. Scott, yeah. That Scott, that frightful guy said that there was talks of it might have been an attempt or then, you know, it was a very just, serious yeah. situation and that nobody's really saying anything right now. Fair enough. Well, we wish her well, whatever. Now some good news. My favorite part of the show. The Mountie match. <laughs> Joke's on you, because I reviewed the Drillhouse match. Ah! <laughs> uh, Ed, what you got? Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like, yes, it was a short match. It wasn't the best of wrestling. <laughs> but the man, he set the whole thing up. So, right, this... The, the little, little, little recaps here. The feud started on a prime time where, like, they tied up the boss man and just started shocking him with the shock stick. Yeah. And then from there, they they doused him in water on a superstars and shocked him. <laughs> yeah, they did. That shuffle <laughs> was great. Um, this led to him. This led to this, the match I'm reviewing where the loser went to a New York jail for the night. And the Mountie, like, before the match starts, he's, like, doing a promo backstage, and he's like, you stupid local hit cops. I hope you know what you're doing. Unlike me, because I'm the Mountie, this is what you should be doing. Take it rough. Take it hard. Beat the crap out of him. Don't let him. Don't just... Don't let him get away nicely. It's like, of course, he loses the match because it's, you know, it's the come up. It's yeah. And they took feel it good. on him, and it led to some of the like, even in the like the early nineties, some of the stuff that they were pulling in these segments with it throughout the night, like Jimmy Hart's running around because he's he's still got like a tag team title match and stuff, and he's like. I'll be there soon, Mountie. I'll be there soon. <laughs> they can't do this. And like throughout the night, they're doing like little segments. Like they gave him a finger. They 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 went to fingerprints him, and he's like, "I'll give you a finger." And he's giving him the middle. Finger. <laughs> he's like, "I'll give you the finger. Here's the finger." <laughs> was that at WrestleMania or what? Was it a SummerSlam? No, it was SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, it was a SummerSlam. Yeah. And then. They ended, they ended the SummerSlam with, like, one last segment where he's just sitting there bitching and complaining. And some dude's just like, oh, whoa, whoa, I like you. I like leather. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> The match wasn't the best, but the segment saved it. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, it was a feel-good, you know, boss man special. But, yeah, that segment was great. Like... I thought him as the Mountie, some of his best stuff, man. I thought that little... It's the man, he knows how to be a heel. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he knows how to get on. He knows how to irritate you. And yeah. it works. Yeah. Like, he's just sit there, like I said, he set it up perfectly, like, well, you know, he's going to, obviously, he's going to lose the match, so don't take it nice on him, you dumb hit cops. 
<laughs> like he really riled up the cops, trying to piss, like made it look like he's pissing them off. <laughs> uh yeah, I remember watching that. I I love that. Yeah, I was a but, I was a big bounty guy. <laughs> it's like in '91, there he's flashing the bird. <laughs> it's unheard of in '91 yeah. for you to just yeah. flash the bird. Yeah, yeah, like early '90s wrestling was, you know. Comedy guys, you know, characters like you know, cartoon characters almost come to life, you know, not going to prison and flipping the bird and being told they like leather. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was very risky, <laughs> but a lot of fun. So you're enjoying it secretly, isn't it? <laughs> right? Also, literally just announced, um, just announced. Apparently, the listing of Tucker on SmackDown is an error. And he is still on Raw. I call shenanigans. Yeah. I think they did it too early, and he's going to get announced on SmackDown. Yeah. So they're saying he isn't on SmackDown. It was done in error. Um, yeah. That, and they said, despite not appearing on last night's episode of Raw, he is still on the Raw roster. So, yeah. Apparently... They've maybe jumped the gun too early, which the WWE sort of seem to do. Their social so, yeah, media team needs. There is no NXT inclusion on this because I'm looking at it now. Yeah, no NXT on Survivor Series. And that's because they perform at the Performance Center and they can get exposed to a lot more potential COVID people or something, isn't it? But yeah. Well, that's what my guess is, is because, you know, they've been testing a lot of positive tests have been coming out of there. Mm. And they want to keep it away from the, the yeah the, the main show has to go up yeah hundred percent hundred percent I totally get that so yeah uh, but yeah as of right this second they're saying he's still a raw guy so and it finishes out with Miz and Morrison on Raw don't expect Otis to get revenge on the man that took the case or the man responsible for him losing it see why add something like that if you're not gonna flip a switch I don't know we'll see. Be interesting to see. But as of right now, apparently he's still a raw guy. Like I said, they, they mistakenly clicked it too early or yeah. some idiot in the draft office was like, oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Which the social media guys do all the time. They do all the time. They've really got to sort oh, their heads out. Oh, stuff like that by mistake sometimes. And then they pulled it like, ah, you didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that too. I actually did it on stream today. I showed uh, my YouTube football manager series on screen and had to quickly change screens. Um, so yeah, I've done that too. But yeah, there we go. That's it. It's off for the Mountie yeah. match next week. I'm excited already. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, I am excited about, and here's props to AEW so we don't always bag on it. I want to see Kenny Omega versus Penta. 100%. want to see it. Um, okay, I'm all for it. Had a great pay-per-view this weekend. Bound for glory. Bound for glory was great. GG's to Rich Swan. GG's to you, son. Very nice. Yeah. I think after everything Rich um, Swan has big, been through, big, you know. Big ass for poor Heath Slater getting hurt. Yeah, and he's really hurt though, isn't he? He's actually really Yeah, hurt. he tore his groin. Yeah, so uh, ripped his cock off. Bad. And GG's for the North as well. I like the North. I'm a big North fan. Um, I think they're a great tag team. So, um... Yeah, I think it's great. No, it was a really good pay-per-view. And yeah, sorry we didn't go into that, but do check it out because it was really, really good. Um, and I'm really pleased for Rich Swan. He's had some troubles. He's had some issues. Um, but I think he's a talented guy and fully deserves what 
And what's coming. funny is the woman that he had issues with is the women's champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, maybe that's what they're doing. They put that on there. Like, can you can you shake hands? <laughs> you know? well, they're still together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can you can you be nice? I just I just think after obviously clear troubles, maybe mental life. You know, in real life stuff is serious. We all have it. I've had a bad week this week. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good for him, and I'm very very pleased for him. So, more long may it continue. But yeah, what a week. Great, great, great week. Great week. Right. And on that note, we've taken up an hour and 10 minutes of your time. Don't be an idiot, wrestling fans, because Gio will keep calling you all out. He will do it. Because you got him all wild up today. He was nice and chill. He was eating his tacos. <laughs> and he come flying into the pod like, let's just press record. <laughs> right. And until then, Gio, I'll see you next week, my man. <laughs> That was because five minutes before I made a mistake of one of the discords I'm in, and I was like, are you kidding me right now? Uh, <laughs> and poor Rusev got it at the beginning. So there you go. All right, Gio. Bad. I'll see you next week. Yeah.